In recent months, economic activity picked up. We can't deal with an economic crisis until you beat the pandemic. The ups, the downs. Which way will it go? We're here to keep you informed. This, this. is Money Talks. We're back. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jesse Thomas and Logan Daniel. And uh, we've been talking about various things. Uh, Money Talks, by the way, is your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. Uh, And this is one of those ways. Jesse, we've got a situation this week where Barbara and Chad, a mid-40s couple uh, with W-2 income, interest in dividends, two kids in their mid-teens, they uh, filed an extension in March 2021. That was kind of early for an extension. Yeah, very early. I'm yeah, proud Jesse. of them. Yeah. Uh, most people wait till the last second, and then you get mm-hmm. not only the, the boost from having to do everything else at the last minute, wrapping up your returns, but also the the extensions you have to file. But these guys did it in uh, March. Uh, they were in the process of moving Chad's mother into an assisted living home, and uh uh, with protocols, vaccinations, and the financial paperwork needed, they just didn't really have time to deal with their taxes. I mm-hmm. guess, you know, we all have some reason why we're not going to do it. Uh, it's just a good thing they figured that out early. Uh, but now they want an accountant to help them with filing 2020 taxes. Um, Chad's mother lived with them when she had uh, COVID in April through October 2020. And then uh, Barbara took family medical leave to care for Chad's mom. Uh, they're looking for guidance on their taxes going forward. So this could be longer term issues. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they're tired of missing deductions or opportunities. So I'm assuming that maybe those two items where uh, they took in Chad's mother and Barbara actually took off work to help uh, may benefit them in some way. Um, I'll let the expert run us through that. But um, so extensions are due when? Extensions were due um, May 17th. But of, if you've extended... But if you've extended, they're due October 15th. is okay. the last day to file by midnight your return um, with no negative consequences. Right. Okay. Um, so and that's still the same every year. That right? is the October same every 15th. year. Although uh-huh. we had an extra month in the regular tax season, we don't get the extra month at the end for Correct. extensions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so the date is still October 15th. And, you know, this is kind of one of those perfect situations. People don't file on time for various reasons. They're in a business and have a K1 that's not ready um, or, or simply life gets in the way. Um, the, the problem is, and it kind of is twofold. So if you don't owe, you're not getting your refund faster and you're not getting paid interest on that refund. Um, if you do owe, penalties are still accruing. The mm. The deadline to file an extension is an extension of time to file, not time to pay. So if you're looking at having filed an extension and you think there may be a possibility that you owe, it's definitely better to get it in quicker to minimize that cost to your family. All right. Mm-hmm. So you still got to pay your taxes, even though you might not even know how much you really owe. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's important. And there, there are various ways to kind of go about that. You can have someone run a projection, um, even if you know that you're not going to have the K-1 that you need until September. If you can get an estimate in and get something in, um, just try and minimize those penalties and interest for yourself so that you don't have to pay them. The, the counter side of that is the market has been doing great. And so it very well possibly is that if you were going to have to liquidate something, you might be better off leaving it in the market and trying to capture those gains. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've seen a lot of that this year where people are, 
are electing to defer because the interest rate is so low. I see. So no matter what, you still, if you haven't filed and you haven't extended, you got to do that and you got to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Jesse, do a lot of people pay when they file the extension? It's, it, you know, a good chunk. Those who know they're going to owe, usually mm-hmm. what we see is people who are extending because they don't have time to get get it together or they're in a situation like this where they are moving someone into assisted living and they have a lot going on in their life are less likely to pay in. Mm -hmm. But if it is, you know, I'm waiting on X, a K1 or whatever it is, they're usually more likely to pay then. Um, But it's probably about half and half. Okay. All right. Well, Jesse, we're going to take a quick break. But before we do, let's hear, they can contact you at 770-429-9166, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you just ask for Jesse Thomas, or you can ask for the tax department that's Insler Financial. Now, we've mm-hmm. already covered the fact that, um, you know, we had we had a uh, situation to talk about with uh, Barbara and Chad, uh, filed an extension in March 2021 because they really just didn't have time to deal with their 2020 taxes at the moment. They were real busy with the... Uh, Uh, Chad's mother. Um, But the point you've made already is number one, you got to file something. Right. If not your tax return by the deadline, which was May 15th. So we're about a month away from that or a month past that at Mm -hmm. this point. Uh, An extension. If you haven't done that, then you should. And the other piece is if you owe the government money, there is no extension, right? Right. Extension of time to file only, not time to pay. That being said, if you owe or didn't owe and did not file an extension, make sure to get your return in as early as possible because there are separate penalties for that and they they add up very quickly. Okay. All right. So uh, one of the other pieces that uh, we wanted to talk about is uh, mid-year tax review and it always makes sense to plan Mm -hmm. Uh, no matter when or what or I mean if you failed to so far then don't do any don't do any further damage by pushing it out any further so uh, Jesse there's a lot of things you can look at during a normal year I mean obviously things change right um, but you want to make sure that you're doing the right things as you go along before the end of the year when your time is up basically and you don't have time to act right Mm mm-hmm and, so, and now's a great time to talk about that. I mean, we're right at the second quarterly estimated date, which is June 15th. Okay. Um, unlike paying in your taxes, if you miss that date, don't think that it is the end all be all. So what, what they do is whatever date you paid in, that's when they start calculating how much of your income and a percentage of time. So if, if you're listening to this now and you need more time to plan than the 15th, if you can get it in by the 20th, the 25th, the earlier, the better. Um, and this is kind of the perfect time of year to start looking at what you have going on, what's different than last year, and see um, where some planning opportunities lie. A lot of times people don't realize, especially with major life changes. So if you've changed jobs, look, having somebody look at your withholding to make sure that you're adequately withheld. If you change marital status, um, divorced, or you become widowed, having somebody or look, married or married, mm-hmm. yes, to make sure that either you're not over or under withheld um, as as your tax brackets change. Sure. Um, buying or selling a home. Bal- buying or selling a home and making sure that you're looking at the gain exclusions if they apply. Um, and this year, the big one has been gains. Like we were talking about sure. earlier mm-hmm. in the year, the market is up. So right. if you have significant gains in your portfolio that have already been realized, looking at that to see, do I need to pay in? Do I need to talk to somebody like Logan to harvest losses? Um, and trying to make sure that while you minimize your taxes, you don't 
tank your portfolio doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, taking losses is, you don't want to take a loss. I mean, people think that's a bad thing, but from a tax standpoint, it can be beneficial because you'll yeah. buy the security back in 31 days if you still like it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just kind of a hedge to offset some taxes. Yeah. I mean, think about what happened with uh, energy stocks last year. The energy mm-hmm. sector got sold off hard. Uh, nobody was driving or very few people were driving. No one was flying and cruise ships were all docked. So mm-hmm. uh, the demand in, uh, in diesel fuel and gasoline and uh, Aviation fuel was all really low, and mm-hmm. uh, it drove the prices of those stocks down while a lot of the others were going higher. Um, so it gave you that opportunity to kind of manage your tax situation mm-hmm. if you did sell some of your higher flyers, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we took losses in energy last year, and then it helps offset gains even for future years, too. You can right. carry those forward. So. Yeah, and uh, I, I know the answer to this, but did you stay out of those energy stocks? We bought them back. That's right. And they're up how much again this year? Over 48%. Yeah, close to 50%. So, I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, it's a a management tool Mm -hmm. for your taxes. Yeah. Um, So, anything else, Jesse? Yes. I I know another big one this year is if you're retired or retired this year or have reached RMD age, um, required minimum distributions do have to be taken. I know we didn't have to do it last year. So making sure that you're planning for your taxes there and and making sure that you're maximizing, you know, if you are charitably inclined and you don't itemize your deductions, making sure you take this from your required minimum distribution to to get the benefit of of reducing the income because it is a dollar for dollar deduction at that point. Um, And how does that work? You just take stocks that you own? that were in your IRA, Mm -hmm. right? And you gift them directly? Directly. They cannot come to you first. So gifts of stock or cash. Mm -hmm. As long as the check is made directly to the charity, you're... You're, you're safe. You're in okay. good shape. So it doesn't become your income, which is kind of the way that IRA works. Right? Yes. Or 401k. Yes. And and so, you know, a, a few other things. I know we've seen some kind of changes for next year already, especially regarding the child tax credits. Um, there is the potential that you can take some of that early up to about $1,800. So knowing that if you do that, it will reduce the refund that you usually get. So plan on that. Make sure that you're you're looking at it correctly and, and taking into account what that may do um, if you rely on those refunds down the road. Awesome. So uh, a lot to think about. And if you have questions, I know it's easy to get confused when you start talking about the tax rules. Mm-hmm. You can always give us a call. The number is 770-429-9166. You can ask for the tax department or ask specifically for Jesse Thomas, and uh, she can get you straightened out. Jesse, was there anything else we need to cover? Um, I mean, really, the only other thing is we have seen, you know, quite a bit of talk about potential tax changes for next year. And as you plan right. for your estimates, definitely take a look at that and, and see what you may need to do. But as of now, nothing is finalized. We oh, don't know wait, if it'll pass. Wait so. a minute. You're not clairvoyant. I know. You can't I'm not. tell us what's going to happen. <laughs> I was going to ask. I mean, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm admitting it. I was going to yeah. ask. I've got, you know, listeners like every, every right. week. Hey, what what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do for capital gains? What are we gonna do? And, and the answer is, you're gonna wait. You're gonna right. wait, and you can hold, hold never tight. start planning too early. Don't you know, <laughs> if you want somebody to look at it and see what it would cost you in taxes to take some this year, look at it, but make sure that you wait until those are final to right. to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Don't let the taxes wag the investment dog. Right, and but the thing is, I mean, the proposal is much bigger than we've ever seen right. as far as a, a capital gains tax rate. I think the max we've ever seen in this country is twenty eight percent. They're talking about uh, for anyone who makes over a million, the the 
capital gains tax rate being almost 40 percent. Exactly. And uh, it, it just seems unlikely that as much debate as they've had with uh, recent issues with, uh, you know, even um, other major issues, that they're going to get this done very quickly mm-hmm. or as it's originally proposed. So the best thing you can do in managing taxes is kick the can down the road. Exactly. And there's nothing to do yet. So hang in there. Pay close attention. If you have questions, again, give mm-hmm. Jesse a call, 770-429-9166. You can also reach Logan at that same number. That's if you've true. got some yep. questions just about the portfolio in general. And and financial planning and mm-hmm. Absolutely. These kind of go hand in hand. Right. I mean, yeah, they, they really do. do. I mean, yeah. it, I mean she's, she's moving into your territory. You're moving into hers. It's, well, you, you know, guys work together, right? Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> it's not a turf war, people. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you're it's, not going to cause a conflict asking for one or the other. <laughs> yeah. No, no. If uh, you call and talk to Jesse and uh, she needs help with the portfolio side of things, yeah. she's going to reach out. Shoot the call. Yep. So. That's right. All righty. All right. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.